Ray Goulding present the CBS Radio Network. Someone in our audience, I think, is whistling. <clears throat> Before we uh, get going here, can we just kind of quiet down a little bit? Maybe you could tell us uh, what you do, sir. And uh... I'm a metallurgical engineer. Maybe we should find out what everybody in the audience is, is because we've had a lot of uh, questions about how the audience is made up. Do we have uh, any doctors here in the studio tonight? Yeah. Any lawyers? Yes, I'm a lawyer. Is that, do I see an Indian chief back there in the last row? Me hunt a minute before. Oh, no. How about, uh, how about you? You're, uh, you said you're a butcher? I'm governor general of yes. the state. Wonderful. Any shahs here or imams? No, I'm a Rani. Good. Uh, let's move back to the, uh, fourth section there. Candlestick maker? College professor. College professor. And uh, he was a salesman for Trilons and Perispheres who spoke to us wanting to have a free mention of his product. Candy maker. Candy maker. And uh, that fellow there. Free surgeon. Free surgeon. fellow with a hat pulled down over his eyes there. Would you tell us what you do, sir? Uh, I'm an insurance investigator. Wonderful. Well, there you have uh, a little bit of uh, cross-section of the bottom right. Well, Typical uh, studio. I'm mm -hmm. here to ask you a few questions. Uh, is this well, you're the show? here on business, not to see the show. Is right. <clears throat> this is the show that Mary Magoon cavorts on. Yes, but Mary isn't here. She's left for the coast for a few days. She caught cold and uh, thought a little cold. warm uh, climate would do her good. Well, I'm here investigating a rather unfortunate fire to her restaurant up in Turhan Bay, Maine. Yes, we heard about that. Completely gutted. I understand and, she uh, uh, collected uh, a rich settlement for the uh, charges. Uh, yes, uh, we're a little upset about that. Uh, they got the check off before they contacted me to uh, check the thing out. Well, can we help you in any way? Uh, yes, uh, what kind of a person is this McCullen? I mean, uh, character-wise. Well, as far as we know, she was entirely above reproach. We've known Mary for a number of years. And she I a know. big spender? I mean, does she have Not a lower guard for money? Not usually. Uh, she doesn't spend too much. Uh, so now a windfall comes along, you know? Uh-huh. Well, of course, she's had this huge windfall now, and you say she's gone to California. Where about yes. California? The southern part somewhere. I don't know exactly. Do you remember where she said, Ray? Right? Uh, I think she said Palm Springs. Palm Springs, I think. Palm Springs. Okay. So something about she's going to live it up there for a while. I've got bad news for her, I'm afraid. Which is the door? I hope we haven't said anything. I don't want that second Mrs. Burton. No, it's the other, oh, other door. Right. Hope we haven't said anything to uh, get Mary in trouble. That would be too bad. I would. Uh, okay. One, oh, we'll do that. We'll stand by. Uh, that was the voice of the new assistant who, uh, who how long uh, has he been with us, not counting tomorrow? Uh, One day. Started today. He replaced uh, Wallace, who's with the trophy train. Incidentally, we'll be checking on them later. <clears throat> this is little Lenny Oakdale, the voice you just heard over the air then. And, uh, Let me write that down because that's a name I'll never think of again. Lenny Oakdale. Lenny Oakdale. I don't think that uh, you'll be hearing him again soon. Uh, but 
that's the way things work out. In addition to checking on the trophy train, right now we're going to hear from our space friend, Lawrence Fechtenberg. And now, chocolate cookies with white stuff in between them brings you another episode of Lawrence Fechtenberger, Interstellar Officer Candidate. Speckenberger and Mark Millish are being held for observation after returning from the planet Polaris with the story of being captured by the little people. And right now in their padded cell, we hear Lawrence say, Mark, I have one, one hope now. Well, I hope you got some idea about it. Get out of here, Speckenberger. Well, listen to this now. Let's see what you think of it. We took films. Movies up there while we were on Polaris. Hey, that's right. I forgot about those. I have had these films developed by my mom, and she brought the films today. You mean they got them right here? Right. And uh, I thought maybe if we could get the doctor here and the school commandant, we could uh, show these pictures and they'd see that the little people were real and not a figment of our imagination. You mean that head doctor, Dr. Holland's Bankers, Burgerby? That's right. Well, if we can get word to him, maybe uh, maybe you'd look at the movies and that'll prove that we saw the little people up there. You know, falling down in a padded cell isn't too bad. It's kind of fun, you know. I'm going to try it. The they use underneath. Why? Well, I guess it's soft. Great. <laughs> you know, uh, let's play football. No, wait. Here comes the guard. Oh. Maybe we can get a message to the doctor. All right, guard. Yeah. Only you, guard. Yeah. See, we got some uh, movies that we took on the planet Polaris, and oh, we want to show you fellas as soft as grapes. Why get, uh, why get no, no. up in All we want you to do is... We all think you're nuts now. Just go to Dr. Hollins-Beckersburg and tell him we got these films we want to show. He's gone. Well, when's he going to be back? This Dr. Rick is here now. Well, will you tell the, that doctor that we want to show in the movies? Right. Get out of here. All right. I like the padded cell. It's fun, isn't it? Great. I think it's going to work, Fechtenberger. He's going to go tell the doctor we got the movies. Once he sees those, he'll know we were on the planet Polaris. We've been here much too long now, Mellish. Too many good things we should be doing and enjoying are being taken. Or we're being deprived. Oh, I'm so confused. Hey, here he comes now. Yeah, boy. Doctor, I... Dr. Holland's lack of vocal piece couldn't be here, but... Uh, you're Dr. Rick. Dr. Rick. Yes, how do you do? I'm Lawrence Stechtenberger, Interstellar uh, Office Candidate. Yeah, boy. I have some film here that will prove that there are little people living on Polaris. Uh, so, well, come with me to the office. We have a projector there. We'll look at the films. I hope you're not fooling me this time, Stechtenberger. <laughs> Okay, she's all threaded up, Lawrence. Go ahead, Millich. Roll it off. Right. Watch this now, Doctor. Yeah, I'm watching it. What the? Well, this is a cartoon here for the kiddies. What are you doing, Millich? Are you trying to prove again that we're nuts? What do you mean, what am I doing? What's your mother doing with this film? Take that off and put on the other roll. Oh, that's silly big cartoon. I got the wrong one. 
Yeah, now, to get the right one on there, Nellis, before I put you both back in the padded service. Uh, it's okay now. It's on there. This is it. Yeah, yeah. See, there it is. We're just stepping out of the, uh, the spaceship on Polaris. I remember we walked away from the ship a little way, and then we, yeah. we heard him. Uh, just be quiet now, Mike. I think we're coming to the proof of the pudding right now. Right about now, Doctor, you'll see that these... Hello, this film is yeah, uh, overexposed. All I see here is just a faded uh, landscape kind of uh, thing. Relish, that was our last chance. We are. Nutty as a fruitcake, for sure now. All right, God, take them back to the south. Come on, fellas, let's go. And so Dr. Rick advises the guards to return Beckenberger and Mellish to their padded cells. Will this ruin forever their chances of escape from the Interstellar Space Academy? Be sure and join us next time when we'll hear Lawrence Beckenberger say, This should be a very interesting experiment, Mellish. In the next episode of Lawrence Fechtenberger, Interstellar Officer Candidate. You know, Ray, you know, Ray, it seems that this time of year, lots of folks wind up suffering from cold miseries. And if this happens to you, here's how you can get really fast with four-way cold tablets. Here's Stuart Irwin, star of stage, screen, television. Hello. Ask any actor. One thing we have no use for in the movies is a nasty cold. Who wants to go on the set with muscles sore, head throbbing? I need fast relief of cold miseries. What do you do for it, Mr. Irwin? I always take four-way cold tablets. Then I feel better quickly. Four-way is the fast way to relieve cold distress, even of bad virus colds. That's true. Clinical tests of all the leading cold tablets proved four-way fastest acting. In minutes, four-ways exclusive formula speeds wonderful pain reliever into your bloodstream and all through your body. In the same time, the other leading brands showed no trace of pain-relieving medicines. None of the other leading cold tablets, only four-way, started so fast to relieve all these cold miseries. Relieves muscular pains, headache. Reduces fever. Calms upset stomach. Also overcomes irregularity. Today, get four-way cold tablets, the fast way to relieve those nasty cold miseries. Four-way, only 29 cents. Bob and Ray Trophy Train is rolling across this great country of ours, and with it, of course, our small assistant, Wallace, to sing the theme, which has become so well associated with him, and Arthur Schrank, the announcer, traveling. So come in, please, from Saginaw, Michigan, Arthur Schrank. Hello, everybody. This is Arthur Schrank speaking to you from Saginaw, Michigan where through the kind facilities of WSGW here in Saginaw, we are... Uh, uh, hello, everybody. This is Arthur Schrank in Saginaw. Uh, Bob Phillips of WSGW is standing here beside me. We're in car three, uh, the car that contains so much of Bob and Ray's army stuff and material. 
uh, the people coming through looking at. Uh, Frank, I might say I, uh, that uh, we never expected all this stuff to be uh, aboard the trophy train. Hi, everybody. This is Arthur Shrank. Mr. Phillips says he didn't expect uh, so much of this stuff to be aboard the trophy train. I notice uh, over here encased in the plastic is uh, Bob and Ray's original draft notices, and uh, that's drawn a good deal of attention. A lot of people seem to be standing in front of the cabinet containing uh, the tool entrenching each one. Yeah. Issued to Bob and Ray. Another thing that's very popular is Bob and Ray's barracks bag. A lot of folks have been uh, checking that, looking in the footlocker. And uh, over there is uh, Bob and Ray's uh, dog tags. And they're all enjoying it. And There's a bar, even a bar of GI soap there that all oh, they brought back as a souvenir. Uh, Bob Phillips here of WSGW. Hi, everybody. This is Arthur Shrank. Bob Phillips here has invited many of his his clients and friends aboard the train and a good deal of Saginaw has uh, turned out to uh, take a look at the trophy train. And I wonder, Mr. Phillips, if you'd say a few words. Well, we've been uh, very pleased to uh, welcome you and uh, the train with all of the junk on it. And I think that we've probably created a good deal of goodwill by having it here. I think uh, the clients uh, seem very happy. Uh, I haven't had any renewals yet. Gonna leave the train now. Oh, oh, and is I, the, we're, uh, we're going to leave now. We're going to go. The little fellow's going to stay now. Yes, he is. All right, everybody okay, off. Okay, Wallace, go ahead. Goodbye, goodbye. I wish you all a last goodbye. 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 I wish you all a last goodbye. Bob and Ray train, trophy train, departs from Saginaw. Where do they head for from here, do you know? I don't have much of an idea, Bob, no. Well, we'll look ahead. Next time Arthur calls in, we'll know where they are. Meantime, you can all be looking for the train, because sooner or later it'll hit your town. It has to, uh, unless uh, snow sets in and makes it a little difficult for the train to travel. We'll get out of here and uh, give Mary a call. That's right. The gun she was on her trail. Incidentally, uh, we'll be back with today's secret sound in just ten seconds. See if you can remember hearing this secret song on today's program. All right, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. That's it. This is Ray Golding reminding you to write if you get work. Bob Elliott reminding you to hang by your thumbs. This is the CBS Radio Network. Radio Network.